Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. Certainly hope that this broadcast finds you well and doing great. This has been one of those weeks where we changed things around a little bit. We started off on Monday talking about abuse. We had uh, one of our dear listeners, we called him Ron from Asia. He's a missionary in Asia. He was asking a lot of very important questions about abuse and how things looked and you know how it all fit fit together biblically. And so we found ourselves dealing with some of that right away. That was a good question. Uh, I thought it was something we should look at. So keep those questions coming, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com uh, and uh, help uh, for Wounded Spirits Facebook page. And we'll, we'll make sure we get a hold of you guys and we'll try our best. If you sent me something, my email, Doug at Wounded Spirits, changed a couple times in the last few months. It's stabilized about a month ago. Send it again. I want to help you. And uh, so if I've lost you somewhere, make sure you get a hold of us. We'd love to help you. Even if you're afar, we'll do it on Facebook where uh, Debbie and I right now are consulate about 30 people. And so we want to do that. So we want to start, go back to the word of the day. And, and uh, so as we go in, we're going to talk about healing from the abuse and stuff we talked about a little while ago, but the word of the day is freedom or accepting God's freedom. And uh, I remember this verse that I was thinking about today and I turned, I opened it up here a minute ago. It's uh, Deuteronomy 31 eight in the Lord. He is that doth go before thee and he will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, be dismayed. We want you to know that God can take you. He can take us from wherever we are and bring us to wherever God will bring us to. And and that's so significant. It's so important. So we want you to hang in there and know that, you know, we want you to know that we love you, but no matter how much we love you, God loves you more. And uh, we know that so many of you are going through so much craziness right now. And, 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 you know, when you got someone evil in your life and you're leaving those types of relationships or friendships or whatever, it's hard. And lean on God. Lead on God through those times, and and He will take you to where you got to go. He will bring you to the place you got to be brought to. He'll take care of all your needs, and uh, so I I just want you to know to accept your freedom you have in God. You're not that person. You're you're not dumb. You're not stupid. You got caught in abuse. You got caught in a craziness, and you know what? We've all been there at some level or another. Say, well, brother Doug, I came out of sin. I did that. That's all right. Give it to God. Go and sin no more. Uh, it was about four or five years ago, I was dealing with a, a lady and her husband. And this was an older couple. They had been together for many years, kids grown. And uh, the lady uh, had been groomed. One of the reasons we talk about this, she had been groomed as their kids had left the empty nest syndrome. The lady had been groomed and she's asked me to share her story. And I do sometimes as I remember, we don't use their names, but uh, a guy had groomed her and she had a relationship outside the marriage and immediately knew, man, I messed up. And I was able to counsel with her and her husband. And when that family brought things out there on that table, I want you to know that that couple, I count them among my best friends. And uh, uh, they have the kind of marriage that people dream about. 
but we got to just go and sin no more. Kevin, good morning to you. It's good to have you back with us, brother. Good morning, Doug. It's good to be back. Love, love being here with you like these times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, praise God for that. And, uh, enjoy having brother Kevin with me. So thankful for him. So we're going to talk about how do we, we get this abuse, brother, we go through these things and, and, and there's, there's really 12 things, uh, that I want to point out, uh, that we go through to heal and we'll try to get through them in a couple of days, but if we don't, it's okay. You know, we're, I don't know if you guys notice we're doing this forever. You know, we've got 75,000 downloads, a few thousand people a day and more listening to us. The numbers have actually went up. Uh, they continue to, to trend up very slowly, but we're so thankful for you. And uh, share it with people. Make sure if you like us to go out and give us that, that five-star rating. If you don't like us, well... Don't give us a rating at all because that five-star rating will help other people who are trying to heal and get through symptoms of PTSD. Uh, so if you're out on Apple, Android, however you grab this broadcast radio station, let people know, hey, we like it. We want to hear more. Recommend it to folks. We'd love for you to do that. So the first step, Kevin, the very first thing that people need to do to heal from abuse, from these PTSD, from these hurt and symptoms, is we got to join God's army. We got to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. The Bible is pretty clear that he that believeth on the Son have everlasting life, and he that believeth not on the Son uh, shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth in him. So when I wanted to go in the army, Kevin, when I wanted to join the army, I couldn't. I had Fort Devens about sixty miles from my house. I had a Navy base, uh, probably. 20 miles from where I grew up, you know, I couldn't go to that Navy base and I couldn't go to Fort Devens and say, let me in. I'm thinking about joining the army. I had to join the army to have the benefits of the United States army and, and man, everything, the whole world, the Holy spirit of God indwells within your heart. You can't have wicked go in your heart. You can't have clean with unclean uh, and uh, uh, everything that was unclean that could enter my heart, evil spirits, evil thoughts, evil, that all of a sudden the Holy spirit of God and that still small voice comes in me and I become a member of God's army. Step one in healing, Kevin is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior. Amen. Amen. You know, I was just thinking, I, I accepted Christ at age 17 in my bedroom. And when I did that, I was set free. You know, the word of the day, I was free. And, and I'm, it's easy to say that because it's doctrinally, you know, it's theologically right and it's biblically right. But I felt freedom because I, I had a real issue. I, I was, I was 17 years old at age 16. I became a uh, barely human because <clears throat> everything was just coming to a head. I was a jerk in many ways. I was, I just, I didn't treat people right at school. You know, I, you just, because I was a miserable person, I get into fights and you just kind of pick the fight. You know, you, you, yeah, standing in the hallway, you just punch someone as they're walking by and they turn around and they want to fight you. So you get into it and now you're back in the principal's office and, and trying to talk your way out of it. But, you know, um, I, I had a bullying thing going on where I was, they, God allowed me to be the subject of several gangs of bullies. They just, you know, I was a pretty big guy, but 
I was a loner and because I was a loner, you know, I was an easy target for some of these groups of guys. Cause if they can bring down a, a big guy and just because you're big, doesn't mean you're feeling secure. You know, I was, I was big, but I was not a secure person at the time at age 16. So I, I became by age, by age 16, I became a very depressed person because school was just about getting beat up, getting into fights, beating other people up, um, ducking and, you know, in the sides of hallways, hiding. And, um, it didn't help because I was just lost. I was a sinner. I was breaking God's law. I, I, I had that, you know, I had a good upbringing. So I, I felt bad about the fact that I wasn't, you know, doing right by my mom and my dad. Well, (laughs) when I got, when I got get, when I was given a Bible by my girlfriend and uh, a few gospel tracks, a few chick tracks, this was your life. I remember that. I just remember I, I did not want anything to do with Christ. But when I, when I finally broke and I was on my knees at age 17 in my bedroom and I said, God, I, I this book says I'm the problem. It's not these other kids. It's not the other jerks around me. I'm the jerk. This book says, and I'm just there with literally with my Bible sitting on the bed. And then I dropped to my knees and I said, God, I've never prayed before. Uh, well, I prayed probably like get me out of this you know, fight. But God, I've never prayed to you before. But your book, this book, this Bible says that I'm the problem. And I, this book says that Christ died for sinners. And this book says that you love me. And if it's true, come into my life and save me. I prayed something real close to that. And I just remember a great weight lifting off my shoulders there in that bedroom in Enola, Pennsylvania, near Harrisburg. But brother, I <laughs> I got up off my knees and I was free and I knew I belonged to Jesus because it it's that the thought of Jesus suddenly instead of being the the guy that I didn't want to think about became the guy that had just done something in my life and from that moment I mean within minutes I I just my my thinking began to to shift and brother I went into a uh, just a, a radical recovery from all the things it, it that is. Christ had done Oh, it is. And, and folks, we can't underestimate uh, or oversay this. So there's a couple things that happen. People say, well, you know, being saved isn't going to change. It changed my life. Kevin's just saying it changed my whole thought pattern. Uh, you know, the Holy Spirit of God dealing within your heart changes things. And uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to uh, run uh, and and let these radio stations do what they got to do. But we'll be right back with you, and we're going to continue talking about that change you'll find.
Thank you so much for hanging with us. And, and, and Kevin, in that, with that whole thought pattern going on, the second part of healing is realizing that we're a new creation in Christ. And therefore, if any man be in Christ, if anyone's in Christ, you're a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, you're a new, he's a new creature. You're a new creature. And I love those words, Kevin. I don't, I hate to hit them more than once, but it needs to be said old things are passed away mark that down folks you don't have to live in the old zone anymore and behold all things become new it's a clean slate go and sin no more you're a new creation in christ my brothers and sisters and you know part of our healing is realizing that even if you're saved when the abuse comes that, you know, the Lord can bring us. We turn the folks into the places we got to turn the folks in. And uh, uh, we love the folks who need to be loved. We, uh, but we need, to, uh, we need to get to the place where we look out uh, for us and our families and realize that we're a new creation in Christ and even being saved when we're abused, we need to realize that God still has that same changing power for us. And Kevin, going back to that side of being saved as part of healing, that next point, we're a new creation in Christ, we're a new creature. You were kind of talking about that a minute ago, but we're different. Yeah. In fact, when I, um, I was, I had that bullying issue going on at school. And when I went back, uh, to school after getting saved, I got saved actually during the summer, uh, not long before school began again. And I used to dread with depression, deep depression, going back to school. But when I went back to school for that next year, it was actually my senior year. Um, I, every, I had a new I had a new, I would call it a baseline of joy. And I wasn't looking for acceptance from people. I wasn't looking for acceptance from friends. I had the normal wanting to, you know, be liked, but, but there was a, like I said, a baseline. There was this abiding, like Jesus talked about, you know, the joy that I give abideth with you. No man taketh it away. No man taketh it from you. I had a, uh, just a sweet sense of, in fact, I boiled it down to four things that radically changed in my life. By the way, I didn't change. <laughs> I mean, I had, I had, my looks didn't change. I, I looked, I had long hair and I, my language didn't immediately change. I remember cussing a little bit after I got saved and, and, and I wasn't perfect and still I'm not I'm far from perfect, but I'll tell you what changed. I had a abiding sense of security uh, that that what was most important would never go away, and that was Christ in me. I had yeah. a abiding sense of affection. In other words, I felt I was loved. I felt opportunity to love Him back, and that my love would never be rejected. <laughs> Praise God! Oh my! And then um, I had a a, a a sense, an abiding sense of of great expectations for the future. In other words, I wasn't going to school. I wasn't saying, well, you know, maybe I just will get accepted by this gang or maybe I'll, maybe this girl will like me or maybe my expectations were suddenly so huge that I was going to heaven and I was going to get to read my Bible the next day and learn more great things about this newfound savior. And then I finally, a sense, I boiled it down to a baseline of a, an abiding sense of purpose that life counts. So that 
that security, affection, expectations, and purpose, all of those things, I wrote them down, uh, that those things immediately provide, you know, replaced my sense that I, you know, I, I could, oh, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing here. I don't want to offend someone or I don't want to, you know, rock the boat. I don't want to No, Matt, hang all that. Because like you said, when you get on God's team, suddenly he's the one I'm thinking about. And he's the one that, that can handle these bullies. By the way, he did the chief bully bullied someone that pulled a knife and stabbed him to death that, that next year. So, and it wasn't me, (laughs) praise God. But, you know, I just, um, I want to tell someone if they're, if they're being abused and if, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, it's going to be real hard to see the things that we're talking about and you still ought to get out of it and you still ought to report them. But once you know Christ, it's your duty to protect that relationship with Christ. It's your duty to actually say something. It's your duty to, to get away from that abusive thing. They have no right to come between you and your Savior and the joy of Jesus Christ, of your security, your affection, your expectations, and your purpose in Christ. And um, it's, it's duty. It's duty. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's so important. And, and just going back, just to cover this quickly uh, about those who are saved and, and you go through things and every day we got to remember, you know, if we're saved and we get abused. And so you say, well, brother Doug, I'm already part of God's army when the abuse happened. And man, I'm really downtrodden. I'm in a bad place. Just remember the words in Jeremiah 33, six, behold, I will bring health and cure. I will cure them and reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Heal me, O Lord. Uh, in, in Jeremiah 17, heal me, just put out those words and I shall be healed. Save me. And I shall be saved for thou art my praise. And, uh, you know, I think we need to remember as we deal with God, number one, we're saved number two. And, uh, I, I think a big thing that we were just talking about here, I'm, I'm so excited that we took the time to look that we're a new creation, but to remember, even as a new creation is what I'm trying to say is we still daily got to go to him. The apostle Paul said, I need to die daily of the junk of this world and the things I've been through, but we got to claim that new creation all the time. Kevin is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to help out our brothers and sisters who were hurt after they were saved, who are going through junk. We're hurt all the time. We've been through things. I want you to know, claim that new creation in Christ every day and uh, and know that he will bring us health and cure know that he's there with us sometimes we got to say you know I'm a new creation I'm not dealing with this anymore no it's all done uh, I had a friend of mine I guess just a few weeks ago this gentleman called me up and he said I finally got to the point he had left a bad bad church I mean nationally known for being a bad church and uh, he finally left that church and went somewhere else. And he and, and this these people from the church would call him and stuff. Finally, he he wrote everybody a text message and said, "As of right now, you're blocked on my phone. Don't call me again. I'm a new creation in Christ. 
I don't live in an evil zone. And so that's what I want you to know about that. You're a new creation. You don't live in that evil zone. Then the next one is we need to acknowledge our trauma or what we've been through. And Psalm 62, 8, trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. And and, and folks, we, we kind of, I'm going to go through this one a little quick because I, I do want to get through these 12 in just a couple day period. Uh, but I want you to know that just, just acknowledge what you've been through, trust in God. And, and, and Kevin, looking at that, acknowledging your trauma, just letting people uh, know that, hey, it's okay to tell God I've been through this. I, I had a friend of mine, Kevin, who wrote down everything he had ever been through. And he, he put a check mark next to it and said, God, help me with this. God, help me with that. I think acknowledge that, folks. Give it to God and he'll help you, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just with a soldier not long ago who <clears throat> had, uh, he knew someone that had a fellow soldier that had bad PTSD and someone had told them both that it would be good to write a novel, sit down and write a story, maybe novels, not the word, but write a true story about your thing. And, you know, if, if you went through junk abusively, in other words, someone taking advantage of you, or you went through junk because you, you were in combat, whatever it was, they, they wrote it. And then they said, if you want to publish it, go ahead. But if not, don't. And so the soldier that I was talking to did not publish his, but he said it did, it mattered nothing because he acknowledged it and writing it out. He acknowledged that he had been through this thing. And, and that was, that's what, what it, that's what it was. That's what it took to deal with it. And, um, I tell you, brother, I've got a lot of things that I've written, you know, about some traumas that, that I've experienced. And, and, and I, I recommend that to anyone that's been through some stuff is to, you know, to, to write it, maybe write that person a letter, whether or not you send it. And, and most of the things I wrote, I didn't send because the spirit of God said, don't send it, don't send it. You know, and the Bible talks about don't cast your pearl before swine, but sometimes, you know, it's good to, to just write it down. So yeah, acknowledge it. I, I, I think it's, I think it's doing God disservice to suppress things, you know, into a zone where it says, I don't know how to deal with it. So I'm, I'm just going to suppress it. No, the Bible says, pour out your hearts before him. Oh, you people for God is a refuge for us. I think we need to get real with God sometimes and say, God, the reality is I am a broken vessel. I left a piece of me back on that battlefield. I left my best friends you know, there, and this took place, Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and it, whatever you feel, if you feel survivor guilt, if you feel whatever, talk to God about it and get, just get real and say, God, I feel like part of it's my fault or God, I feel like I couldn't do anything else, but in pouring out your heart, uh, before him there in Psalm 62, eight, it's, it's, it's the, I think it's essential to healing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think great, great comment, great thought folks, the way to do things and beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, be in health, 
even as thy soul prospereth. Listen, folks, we love you. And we know some of you have been through the terrible of terribles. Get a hold of us, Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. If you sent me something a few months ago and I didn't get back to you, please send it to me again. Had a little bit of problems with that email. Got it worked out now. We sure do love you, folks. Listen, when you go out today, wear that smile that only God can give you. Uh, He'll certainly uh, take good care of you today. We sure do love you. May God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.